you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Poetry of Christian Faith, formerly known as Living in God's Rhyme Podcast. My name's Dave. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Tim. Welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're right here. There. We hope you enjoy your time listening and frozen. or listening and watching us. Wait a minute. Uh, I, know we that, have I know that Dave and I are going to enjoy our time together. Hold on. You froze on me. Uh, you're frozen on me, too. Ooh, frozen together. Must be that Disney movie thing. You <clears throat> around. Must be, but I you kept you talked at the right place. I talked at the right place. So let's keep on going. All right, let's keep on going. All right. And if not, folks, welcome to Poetry of Living, Poetry of Christian Faith, just in case it didn't go right. Okay. But anyways, yes, yeah. we're happy to be here. Happy happy that uh, Tim and I get to be together again today. I'm happy about that. Makes me happy every week. All can't right. Be well, there. Can't be there in person, but I can be there, you know, on the computer. Back at you, bro. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Uh, Christian poetry. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I have to re- uh, forgive me. I have to read this. It can't be off the cuff because my memory is uh, not what it should have been years ago. Anyway, today we're going to be reading and uh, talking about four consecutive poems in God's Rhyme, and they are found on pages seven through eleven. And they are the uh, beginning of my journey of uh, salvation, and it may sound uh, unusual to some. And uh, I, here's the, I'll start reading what I wrote here. I first had the desire to know Jesus and understand his love for me through the love of Father Larry Dunn, the, father, the love Father Larry Dunn shared. I've shared before that I was raised in the Episcopal Church, was married in the Catholic Church, and later converted to Catholicism, and many years later was led by God to leave the Catholic Church, and I am now attending an evangelical Bible-believing, teaching, and professing church. And believing, teaching, and professing is very important to me. And the following four poems are the first Christian poems I wrote in the late 1970s. And the first one we're going to read, found on page 7, is called My Friend Jesus. Take my hand as we walk this land. Feel the sand as time drifts away. Hear what I say, just be what you may with my friend Jesus. A little boy, a baby girl, sometimes the days like a waterfall swirl until I feel the sun's rays and I know it's the sun, who though blinded to some is who I will follow. I walk through a field and I find I must yield, give of my wants, give of myself, die to my wants. I opened the door and found him waiting there, wanting no more than that breath of fresh air. I found the way, as people had said, it's not what you say or the thoughts in your head. It's not just the grace of an evening meal. It is something you always feel, something that starts deep in your heart. Take my hand and walk with me. There is so much to be. Together we can stand, not just the two of us, because we are three with our friend Jesus. There's that phrase, we are three. Yeah. But together, you and me here are not just the two of us, it's the three of us. Right, yeah. But the Holy, no, that's, Spirit, uh, Holy Spirit's with us. 
three and one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I forgot. Okay. <laughs> we got that old, old man syndrome going on. Yeah, okay. We're showing our age. Well, at least I uh, am. Yeah, and I, I've talked about this before, and I, uh, I think I, I got some things written down here in the uh, uh, discussion after the next poem. So I think I'll wait to expound after this next one. Okay, that sounds okay. like a good idea. Yeah, let's and go with this that. This one is titled "For You Too." T.W.O. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me being able to see that I am more than I think I can be. When the world seems to swirl around and sounds are blurred, somehow your love is heard. You've given me a life, a loving wife, the sweet joys of a baby girl, and a little boy. I have been blessed. I just need to take time to look between the stress of a world that wants what is mine. I know I don't often tell you I'm so often overdue in remembering it's not just the words but more the actions that are heard. With you, though, I have a new start in seeing through the lies, for it is not just with my eyes, but now I see with my heart. Thank you, Jesus, when I think of us, for if it's your life we're living, we have so many thanks to be giving. Yeah, that we were baby girl and a little boy when uh, we met Father Larry and... Uh, he was just, uh, I've mentioned this before, but he was just so full of, of love, so full of Jesus. And uh, that was his uh, main concern was that we know Jesus. Yes, he was, uh, there were other things that he, that he, you know, he was a Catholic priest for things he did. But, uh, as, and again, as I've said before, when uh, I asked him about becoming Catholic, he said, sure, let's go meet, we'll go through the classes and the first time we we sat down and he said uh, in the next six weeks we're going to read through the bible and i just want you to get to know jesus and that was open a whole new world to me yeah uh and this is uh that's what i this is what i wrote in the discussion part he says he said when we started going to guadalupe we had a two-year-old son then a daughter, and another, and another, and two more. I don't know how many they had. Up. Should add up to five. <laughs> I wrote a book for one Christmas. I wrote a book one Christmas for the kids, a fictional biography. At one point, I wrote about the discussion between a priest and myself occurring in the hospital half hallway as my wife was wheeled toward the delivery room. The imaginary priest was telling me that before number that before number four. Or was it number five? I, I, or was it number five? I don't know. I had to convert before the baby could be delivered. After all, after all, it is Catholic families that have a lot of kids. When I finally experienced the joy of Jesus, everything was right. Um, that was just part of the fictional biography. <laughs> I just added to life. But, uh, you know, again, uh, I was re reading through the poems as I was preparing for today's uh, recording and uh, hoping that I can get through it without too many glitches and too many mistakes. But And I've, uh, I think people think this is strange sometimes when I talk about finding Jesus. Um, 
because I, in these poems, you'll, 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 you'll get the sense that I had of who Jesus is. But I, at a later time, I finally made that commitment. I turned my life over to Jesus. I accepted what he did for me, dying for my sins. This final sacrifice God the Father required for the forgiveness of sins of man. And that, you know, that final step was a true blessing. But I firmly believe that God was working in my life in an unusual way. But a lot of people would probably think it's an unusual way. And uh, getting to the truth of my salvation. And, uh, and again, uh, I wrote this also on these uh, for discussion here. And um, one thing I noted at this time in my life occurred at work. I worked outside surveying, and I noticed the sky was bluer, the clouds whiter, and the air cleaner. All around me, nature was at peace and beautifully so. I uh, surveyed out in, the, out in the country, through the farm fields, and uh, there was just suddenly one day this, I had this sense uh, of total awe and amazement and wonder that I felt. And it uh, also helped me that I worked for three Christian bosses. Right. And, you know, Jesus was there at work. I mean, they, he was there. He was uh, part of their daily life at home and at work. And I, uh, I was drawn to it. So uh, God's, God can work in unusual ways. And mm-hmm. mine was one of them. Yeah. So. Anyway, okay, you want to go on to, pardon? I, I, I just got just a couple things I wanted, wanted people or folks to know about that time in your life. And it is, it's, it's my personal observations. Because I remember those times when you started going to Guadalupe and then talking about Father Larry. And, um, I think I met him at one occasion. I'm not sure. He was a man full of Jesus. I agree with you there. Absolutely. But you're... You, you you changed for the better when you started going there in my mind. I really think you well, did. Well, I, I thank you. I'm, I'm glad it, it was noticed because, uh, yeah, you just, it was it was part of my journey and it was a, a part of my journey that I think in my situation was, was God worked wonders. Well, and, and he, sent you to Guadalupe. You just didn't I mean you yeah you 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 made free will a free will choice to go there, but I think I sometimes believe now part of free will is is God putting the little uh nudge in your mind to think about <laughs> you, think, you, know, you know what I mean? Well I mean, yeah you know let's let's try this direction today and see how that turns out. You know that kind of well, thing. I yeah I dead. I could have said no. Good, but, yeah. Uh, but you did. Yeah, I have free will, and and that free will came to complete fruition when I when I God led me away, led me to where I am today. And, and it's that free will that that keeps you going, isn't it? 
but uh, he, I just, <laughs> it's my, that's my story, and I'm sticking to yeah. it because that's what it is. <laughs> what yeah. happened? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I like that one. Good. All right. This next one is called, uh, titled, I Believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus, his body and blood shed that I might live. I believe in Jesus, knowing what lies ahead for me in life. He died for the times my eyes failed to see him in my neighbor as my savior. I believe in Jesus. His life, his word, our truth forever. Yes, I believe in Jesus and how he served that I might too. How he served and I might too. Yes, he's... Um, Why wouldn't the electrician he, rewire the house? <laughs> he thought it was revolting. Sorry, folks. All of a sudden... Alexa decided to talk. <laughs> Does she have an answer to that question? Yeah. Does she? Hold on a second. Alexa, repeat that question and answer. He thought it was revolting. Revolting? Yeah. Yeah, we know what part of the world she comes from. <laughs> oh, sorry, folks. Well, that was, uh, I think that was. That <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, my goodness. There's part of one thing. Uh, let me see. Let me get back here to the notes. Dear Alexa. <laughs> okay, I, I want to talk about this. He died for the times my eyes failed to see him in my neighbor as my savior. Now, that is today to me. I have to think about that one, and because uh, my neighbor's not my savior, but perhaps you know, uh, I fail to see Jesus in my neighbor or in a someone I, I meet, a new acquaintance is, is a born again believer, and I before before knowing Jesus, I fail to see that I fail to see if, if you know when someone unless someone witnessed to me or. Or even as a, as you said, my life changed. You, you changed. You thought my life changed for the better. Okay, but uh, and I can see that in people that their life changes for the better. But do I react to it? I failed. To, you know, if I, I'm really not answering my question for myself. But I think it's, you know, it's just we see things, but does it affect us? We. See things in people's lives that have changed. We recognize it, but what do we do about it ourselves? I think that's where I'm headed here. I just, you know, I, I my neighbor is, I see a change in them, or their life, or I'm just meeting them, and their life is completely different than mine, and it seems to be full of happiness and and pleasure and good things, and not that they have a lot of things that money will buy, but they just have a, a, a peace in their life, a joy. And, um, you know, I, I see it, but do I really see it and want to want to uh, find out more about it? You know, and now I, 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 I would want to. Back then, before I 
before I found Jesus, I started to learn about him. I wouldn't have asked about it. I wouldn't have thought because I, I wouldn't have seen it. I just I wasn't I wasn't not that I wasn't aware that I was aware of the name, but I wasn't aware of the presence of Jesus in people's lives. Now I am. Jesus is more than a word, more than a story. He's the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. Had the mic turned off again. Yes. You're giving me all kinds of things to write down here <laughs> in the last couple of minutes. Oh, okay. So now he's turning the microphone off so you don't hear his pencil writing on the paper. Actually, I had a cough. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm glad you told me, though, right? We, I yeah. might just keep on going. <laughs> it would have been a solo podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all about you, dude. <laughs> yeah, he leads us through it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this uh, fourth poem is called My Sweet Jesus. Oh, Jesus, sweet Jesus, I pray that when you lay me down for my final rest, it is in your arms, I pray. But for now, let me live such that in all I do in my life is to give as you have to me. In this life I am living, may I pass on to others the way of gentle forgiving you have given to me. May the weakness in this life give way to meekness everlasting in you. Living here today may be gone tomorrow. Your word shows me the way, the path I must follow. And... Uh, This one was written, um, we've met Father Larry at a marriage encounter weekend, which uh, the church put on, I don't know if they still do, uh, for, uh, to make good marriages better, and to, you know, bring you closer to Christ in, in, in that relationship, and in sharing that relationship with each other. And uh, I've written here, during the second marriage encounter weekend, I remember sitting in the auditorium of an old convent, surrounded by other couples, when suddenly I felt, I felt a peace within my body that I had never experienced before. And that, I had mentioned a little bit ago, the sky was bluer and the air clearer, the snow whiter, absolutely enjoyable. I mean, that, there was a moment that I felt just... Um, a peace flowing through me, and I, I can't really explain it. I feel a little of that now, but there was just uh, this sense of wonder and awe and, and another another presence in me. And that, uh, again, I, that, again, that was uh, another step in my faith and my my belief in God and understanding uh, the peace in my life that I can have through him. Right. So. End of my sermon. No, it's not. No, I got part two coming up. Part two? <laughs> part two, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and through all of that, um, I want to uh, read this. It's just uh, one of the most important Bible verses that, uh, to me. 
and it's in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace ye are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath prepared before, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are saved through God's grace, through our faith, by God's grace, not by the works we have done, but we have been saved by his grace who to perform the good works he has set forth before us. He has prepared for us. And uh, that makes, I want to say easier, <laughs> but it makes it uh, understandable to me, the, the good works, and, uh, and I, it just, it, as I understand more, I love God more, and I want to do more. And I pray at times, what is it you've prepared for me, Lord? What is it you've prepared for me this day or in the weeks ahead in my life before me? Uh, and I have to remember to stop looking back and beating myself up over the dumb things I've done, the messes I've created. <laughs> Just... God's, God's forgiven me. Uh, I couldn't forgive myself. Yeah. And he's forgotten about. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I think that's for humans. That's the hardest part, don't you? The forgetting about it. Yeah. We talked about that. The, was it last yeah, time or the time before? Yeah, probably a couple of times. <laughs> but I've read something and I don't remember where since then, where the person writing that was saying, you know, Sometimes, you know, you forgive, and sometimes you just, you know, have to back away from that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a song out there, too, that talks, I think it's a country song, that talks about forgiving but never forgetting. And that's because of heartbreak or something like that. Yeah. But You, you know, know, you know, a lot of people say I can that. forgive, but I, I can't forget. Right. But And that, and I have found that when you forget it, you can when you when you tell myself I just want to I want to forgive and forget and occasionally it'll come back to me but I just say that's done that's over with it has no effect on, on my relationship with that person today uh, yeah. we may have uh, you know recovered from that and uh, made amends or maybe we've just you know grown apart but it's over. There's nothing I can do about it today and nothing worrying about it and fretting about it and beating myself up over it. Absolutely. Not going to do any good. None at all. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, there's quite a few people in my life who have uh, given me cause to forgive. And I have, and 
over time, you just automatically forget. You know, things that happened 20 years ago, it's 20 years ago. It's not today. What? Anyways, onward and upward, right? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, something that happened 20 years ago, what effect does it have on us today? Well, it may have an effect on us today because it may have made a change in our life, but, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, God can use that for good. And if he's using me for good, I think he is. He can use anybody. <laughs> I have been far from perfect in my life, and I am far from perfect today. Yeah. You and me both. I like everything that's been going on here today. That's been good. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. It's a little bit of pollen in the air down here. <laughs> I, uh, I like the window open. Yeah, well. You can't do that today, can you? No, well, it's, yeah, it's 42 degrees out. Oh, okay. Burns well, the snow on the ground. It's 86 here. <laughs> down, down wires and, you know, it's just, you know. Yeah, Tim, another. Had, uh, and family have been going through all the weathers that's been going through and uh we've, we've been blessed we have not been affected by the worst of it yeah that's but good. i can look i you know i look out at the snow and the night that the, the snow came and you know, it's windy and uh, all the tree branches in our backyard are touching the ground and uh, we have pine trees so uh cedar trees so that's easier than a maple tree <laughs> but uh, yeah. I woke up the next morning and I look out the window and it's just it's just glorious, blue oh, sky, yeah. blue sky, not a cloud in the sky, and I look down at the white snow. Yeah. And I tell myself I did not like it yesterday, but it sure looks beautiful today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, it was it was you know it was it was beautiful while it was falling and, and it was it was a wet snow so it stuck to the trees overnight yeah. that's nice <laughs> and i went outside and i was doing a little shoveling around the cars and i heard this plop and then plop and plop and i looked up and i looked the, the tree across the street had it had warmed up enough and the sun was shining that the ice on the trees was melting and it was dropping to the ground and it was going plop <laughs> plop it was dropping on the pavement so. oh wow <laughs> yeah that's just never a dull moment no God gives us lots to look at. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the weather in Michigan is fun. There's the saying, if you don't like the weather in Michigan, wait five minutes, it'll change. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, my friend. <laughs> the, oh, those were the days, my friend. That was a song, too. Yeah. Thought they'd never end. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, yeah. Okay. Wow. The memory's going gone. back in time. The memory's not gone. Darn. Yeah. Good. I'm not darn. Okay. I uh, just throw this out. I don't know. And I don't know if anybody will reply or not. But I'm thinking, uh, thinking, and I need to pray about it too. I have written, um, over the past two years, I have written a number of shorter poems and uh, posted them on Facebook regarding the lie, the times we are living in today. Mm-hmm. And at uh, church, uh, we are on our, I think we were the sixth week of uh, 
sermons on uh, the book of Revelation. Okay. And I'm just thinking about reading some of those poems, and uh, but I'm I'm don't know that I want to because it may get you know there's some of it's if you talk about the world today, you're going to talk about politics too. And I don't want to, and politics, I wanted to stay out of this podcast because the more I see it, but the less I like it. But uh, uh, pray for me, will you? Uh, as you, 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 those of you who are listening, pray for me to that uh, God will, that I'll be open to God's, uh, or he leads me on that one. Do I read those and do we talk about the times we're living in today? Uh, or do we go back to some poetry? Uh, and there's some poems in the books about it, too. So just pray for me, okay? That's what I, will. I would appreciate I, uh, it. My thoughts on it. I have, I have absolute thoughts on it. So that's okay. I'll pray on it, too, a little bit. <clears throat> okay. And uh, he'll let you know what we decide. All right. All right. <laughs> or not, okay. we decide. He'll let, he'll let you know what he decides. Well, yeah. And. Uh, when I know, you'll know. Well, that sounds fine. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. It may not be next uh, week. But. That's fine. Whenever, yeah. yeah. I, ha- I have been I've, patient. Yeah, I'm glad you have. I have to. I've gotten better at it. I really have. That's one of the blessings of, of knowing God and knowing Jesus and, and waiting for God's answers. Uh, because you know, as you wait, He's working on. He's preparing the way, and what he has prepared for us is better than what the world has for us. Yeah, I even thank God. Even you know, I, I say any day with God is better than a day without Him, no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, that's that, all I have, Dave. That's all I've got too. I just. Folks, just tell your friends about us. You know where to find us because you're listening to us now. Tell them how to find us. Look us up on the website. Uh, website's fixed. It broke. I broke it the other day. I fixed it. Uh, hopefully somebody noticed. <laughs> but it's better. Uh, all the, all the, everything's updated. So yeah, tell your friends. And you can go through uh, poetryofchristianfaith.com. Picture right there. So, okay. You can also go to livinginggodsryan.com living in God's Ryan podcast.com there it is that's it big brother okay well uh, take us out uh, let's yes we uh, let's fall in prayer as we end this so I like that uh, dear Heavenly Father we come to you in prayer as we end today's podcast Dave and I thank you for leading us through the day and into tomorrow we thank you for all you have led us to and through Lord We pray for our listeners and viewers for their needs, the healing and the salvation of those who have not yet accepted the gift of your grace by faith. We pray, Lord, for this world in which we live. Father, as Christians, lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us to the truth of the days we are living in. Dear Lord, prepare us and our listeners and viewers for the coming week. We pray that it is you we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, may it be your hand clasped around our hand so we may feel the grasp of your love.
And in this week, Lord, may we remember the words from 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfect in weakness. At the beginning and at the end, in every moment in between, may our strength be for his strength, so his perfection may be seen. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer. God bless you all, and have a great weekend and a great week. Bye-bye, folks. Enjoy your weekend again, yeah, and stay safe. Bye-bye.